podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Brum's The Word from Anything But Footy, brought to you with Cookery Sports, the official kit provider for Team England. Now, we may be slightly flagging after a long weekend of Jubilee celebrations and the Queen's Baton Relay in London 10 years on from 2012. But it certainly got us in the mood for a home Commonwealth Games. I'm Michael. And I'm John, still waving my flag. We're excited to be building up to Birmingham 2022, the biggest multi-sporting event in England since London 2012, because don't forget Glasgow 2014. In fact, in 50 days' time, it'll be the opening ceremony, which is why they've started practising for it. More on that to come in our news from the Games. Now, every week on Brum's The Word, we profile one of the latest athletes selected by Team England. Fantastic. I'm very honoured to be going out to represent Team England for the second time. It's very exciting. That is powerlifter Louise Sugden. And keep listening for that exclusive discount on Cookery's Team England range just for tuning in to the pot. This is Brum's The Word with Cookery Sports, a podcast from anything but footy. 5,000 athletes from around the world will be heading here to the West Midlands for the Games this summer. I can't wait. I'm so excited. More than 400 will be pulling on the cookery kit and competing for Team England. And that squad includes 21 weightlifters and powerlifters. Olympic silver medalist Emily Campbell, who became the first British woman to finish on the podium at the Tokyo Games last summer, heads the English team and is ranked number one in the Commonwealth. We'll run through the rest of the squad in a moment, but Tokyo Paralympic bronze medalist Louise Sugden is one of seven powerlifters picked in the squad. She is a three-time Paralympian, a silver medalist at the Commonwealth Games on the Gold Coast in 2018. I was there, John wasn't. And the former (laughs) wheelchair basketball players been telling John what keeps her competing at this high level. I think uh, new challenges um, definitely have helped in the last five five years since I've been in powerlifting. Um, Yeah, I think just always finding that next goal, um, trying to figure out, how I can be better, um, how I can be stronger. Talk to us about that silver medal that you got at the Gold Coast. Does that mean you really now want that gold in Birmingham? Um, To be honest with you, the silver in the Gold Coast was completely unexpected. Um, I'd been in the sport for nine months. I was going out there for a bit of a jolly um <laughs> why not yeah <laughs> I had a great time out there and then I came home with a silver medal and it was fantastic um I think that I don't actually know who my competitors are going to be at the moment and I know that it's going to be an incredibly strong weight class so um I, I'm definitely aiming for a medal but uh I I don't know what color right now <laughs> so if the silver was a total surprise the the bronze in Tokyo you'd been working for Definitely. Yeah. Um, I still went into the Paralympics as a bit of an outsider. Um, I qualified in fourth, so I should have finished fourth by rights. Um, but uh, on the day, um, I was lighter and stronger than my um, competitors. So I came home with another bit of shiny bling. <laughs> what was Tokyo like? Louise out there because I'm assuming Gold Coast, as you say, was was great fun. Tokyo with the COVID pressure was probably slightly different it was uh, yeah very different different to the other games that I've been to as well but actually I think the fact that 
we didn't know if it was going to go ahead and then it did go ahead I think the fact that it was just it was all just so appreciated that we were able to be there and I I think that made it special in a very very different way to previously um we were saying earlier that we'd actually like go up to our rooms just so we could take our masks off for a bit because <laughs> you had to wear them everywhere um and I don't think I ever got used to that and it was just really difficult so um it was it, it was different it was very difficult at times but I think everything was done to keep us as safe as possible so fingers crossed for Birmingham we don't have quite the restrictions uh, that we'll have and we'll have a crowd as well how important is that oh I can't wait to compete in front of a crowd and the fact that it's a home crowd makes it even more special um I can have, I'm I'm expecting quite a few friends and family to come along um well that adds a little bit more pressure um it, it's just fantastic to be able to have them there again. How much did you miss them in Tokyo? Uh, hugely. <laughs> I mean, it's the only Paralympic medal I've ever won. Uh, and my friends and family couldn't even watch it on the telly, um, which was really hard. Um, so I hopefully I can make up for that a little bit um, out at, at, at Birmingham. You mentioned the home games. You competed, of course, in, uh, I think it was wheelchair basketball, wasn't it? For London yes. 2012. So you've got some kind of experience of the craziness that the home games can bring. Yeah, it was fantastic, though. It was like having an extra player on a basketball court. Um, they cheered at everything. Um, even though some of them, I don't even know they knew the rules. <laughs> they were just cheering. We got the ball, they cheered. It was fantastic. So that's, that's honestly one of the most exciting things for me uh, about Birmingham is just having the home support. Can you believe that London was 10 years ago? <laughs> no, it makes you feel really old. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? How, how time has flown and now we've got another Games to celebrate it because there'll be celebrations going on in London just as you guys in Birmingham will be competing. Yeah, it's fantastic that it's just going to be... I, think, I hope it's got the same buzz as London because there was just this real real great energy around it and hopefully it, that can be recreated across country how important is it as well that the para athletes are involved in the commonwealth games i think that's one of the most special things about a commonwealth games is is the para sport alongside the the able-bodied sport and i think that um it just gives this exposure to para sport that you might not necessarily get otherwise um and and that is brilliant. And the more exposure that we can get for para-athletes, uh, the better and para-sport. Because it is exciting. It is interesting. Uh, and we work, work damn hard. Absolutely. And, and powerlifting and, and weightlifting, from an England point of view, very, very strong? Um, I believe it's the biggest team that we've ever sent out. Um, or sent out. <laughs> sent to a Commonwealth Games. Um, which is really exciting. There's a lot of very new, um, newer athletes in the squad this time around, along with me and a couple of the old, old gals. <laughs> um, but it's it's a very different looking team to ones we sent out before. So I'm really excited to see what what performances people can put out. And tell us, Louise, what's it like putting on your kit? You've got your Team England kit on now. What is it like putting it on, the red of England? It's brilliant. I, I, I honestly, I love putting on GB kit, England kit, um, all of it. It just is so special 
to be able to do that, to know that I've earned the right to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, there's nothing like it. Couple of questions to finish. Birmingham, what's the target? We've talked silver, we've talked bronze. Come on, what is the target? <laughs> um, a medal. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm not sure um, at this point in time, uh, but I will be disappointed if I don't come back with a medal of some some colour. And we talked about your drive and your determination to carry on in sport. I think you went to Beijing in uh, 2008 when you were 24. It's yeah. slightly slightly older than that now, and a birthday just before the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Um, will we see more of you, Louise, as Tokyo? giving you the impetus to carry on to Paris, for example? I always thought when I got a Paralympic medal, I'd retire. Um, but apparently it's just ignited this flame in me. <laughs> so uh, you'll definitely see me in Paris, uh, assuming that my old body stays in one piece. <laughs> well, we wish we wish you very the best of luck for Birmingham and we can't wait to see you in Paris as well. Louise Sugden, thanks very much for talking to us. Thank you. Brilliant interview, that Louise Sugden speaking to John. So Birmingham this summer, Paris in 2024. It is exciting times for powerlifting in this country. Now, Louise Sugden is joined in that powerlifting squad for Birmingham by three-time Paralympian and two-time bronze medalist Zoe Newson, along with Olivia Broom, the world junior champion, Rebecca Bedford, Mark Swain, Matty Harding and British record holder Liam McGarry. And the weightlifting team of 14 also in action over the course of six days during the Games, the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham from Saturday, July 30th to Thursday, August 4th at the NEC. Now, as well as Emily Campbell that we mentioned earlier, the team includes Zoe Smith, Jessica Gordon-Brown, Noram Gulam, Deborah Alawodi, Emily Sweeney and ranked third in the Commonwealth's Friar Morrow. The men's team England selections has a number of British number ones. Benjamin Hickling, Jasmine Shergill, Jack Oliver, Cyril Chatchett, Chris Murray, Andrew Griffiths and Gordon Shaw. And we know they'll be up against their British teammates, including two selected by Northern Ireland and seven selected by Team Wales, including the British number one, Katrin Jones. Good luck to them all. This is Brums the Word with Cookery Sports, a podcast from anything but footy. Still to come, we've the latest news from the games. And once again, as you listen, you can look the part two. Go to the full range of official Team England merchandise at cookerysports.com and save 10% by using the code ABF2022. ABF2022, an exclusive offer just for listening to anything but footy. Don't forget, we will be here every week until the opening ceremony of the Games, building up to Birmingham 2022. It is the 22nd Commonwealth Games, the sixth time it's been staged in the UK. There's a pointless quiz question for you, Uh, but only the (laughs) second time in England. And that spectacular show, we can confirm that rehearsals are now underway. Day one started on the last weekend of May. Martin Green, CBE, the chief creative officer for Birmingham 2022, is the man in charge. He has revealed on social media a giant hangar type building with groups of participants. And the phrase, (laughs) here we go. No confirmation yet of any star names. ELO have got to be there, haven't they? UB40. Lenny Henry. 
Chris Tarrant. I mean, the list could go on. Remember, though, we are going to keep it a secret as we did before London 2012. We can't wait to see what's in the store. On to the rest of our news from the games, because Michael will just keep reading off uh, names from Birmingham that, of the past that you will have never remember. Roy Wood from Wizards. Uh, Noddy Holder. Surely Roy Wood was in ELO. But anyway, we're now going. We're literally diverting. We'll edit this bit out. <laughs> On to the rest of our news from the Games and the British Diving Championships in Sheffield. We're also being used as selection competition for all the home nations for the Commonwealth's Olympic champion Matty Lee from Leeds, who represented Team England in 2018, won the men's 10-metre individual platform after teaming up with Noah Williams to win the synchro earlier in the weekend. Of course, no Tom Daly competing at the Commonwealth's or this year. In fact, the Olympic champion taking a bit of a break before deciding whether to go for Paris. And five-time Commonwealth champion Jack Law won three British titles in Sheffield at the weekend, while Eden Chang won her first senior individual gold, winning the women's 10-metre platform. Four Olympians have returned to Team England in the second of four home Hockey Pro League weekends on the Olympic Park. Rio Gold and bronze medalist in Tokyo, Maddie Hinch and Anna Toman returned to the squad for the England women's team as they won their first match of the season against Spain 3-1 before losing the second match 2-0. Phil Roper and Liam Sanford returned for the men. They did the double over South Africa 4-2 and 3-0. A packed house at Twickenham, not necessarily where you want to start your preparations for the Commonwealth Games, but that's where England's women had two warm-up exhibition games during the World Series matches at the end of last month. 22 players of Core 7's experts have been selected, mainly from England's under-20s and England 7's training camps. England men finished 7th at the London 7s after losing 36-12 to Ireland in the 5th place semi-final at Twickenham. And after a fallow few years over the 400 metres, certainly in uh, British men's athletics, the British record has finally gone after a fantastic performance from Matthew Hudson-Smith, someone who I spoke to recently at the Alexander Stadium uh, just a few weeks ago at the Diamond League meeting. That said, I don't think I was the difference. The 27-year-old finished third in the Diamond League meeting in America, where the World Championships will happen just before the Commonwealth Games back in Brum. He ran 44.35, knocking one one hundred of a second of a 25-year-old record held by a certain Ewan Thomas. Wow. Olympic medalist Keely Hodgkinson's brilliant start to the outdoor season continues too with back-to-back Diamond League wins in the 800 metres. Those two definitely ones to watch for Team England this summer. Yeah. And Michael, talking of things to look forward to, you're gearing up for one of your favourite sporting events of the year. Yes, really looking forward to seeing the World Series Triathlon coming to Leeds on the 11th and the 12th of June. It's going to be like the event last year, so it's not going to come into the city centre, which it did pre-pandemic. It's all going to be based in Round Hay Park. And actually, talking of Birmingham 2022, the first athletes selected by Team England were some of the triathletes, Alex Yee, Johnny Brownlee and Georgia Taylor-Brown. All, of course, gold medalists from Tokyo last year, joined by Sophie Coldwell. And the paratriathletes have been named as well. Melissa Reed, Dave Ellis, Oscar Kelly, Katie Crowhurst and their guides Charlie Harding and Luke Pollard will hear from that team on a future edition of Brum's The Word with Cookery Sports. Now, 11th and 12th of June in Leeds is going to be good. We've got the first mixed relay event for Leeds as well. It's always been in Nottingham before. So the 300-metre swim, 6.9k on the bike and a 1.9k run. And what is fantastic as well about not just this event in Leeds, but the sport of triathlon in general, 
is its commitment to equality. So you've got men and women competing mm. exactly the same distances. They have exactly the same opportunities in terms of that World Series and the same prize money as well. And also, importantly, I think, to mention equal paratri events too. And that paratri event, which is coming to Swansea later on this year as well, we'll see the creme de la creme of paratriathletes from across the world come to South Wales. Looking forward to it. Talking of big events, the biggest beach volleyball tournament on home soil, or home sand, I should say, since Horse Guards in London 10 years ago, has seen Team England select its pairs as Javier and Joaquin Bello and Daisy Mumby and Jess Grimson won the men's and women's selection tournament at Deep Dish in Crystal Palace. In the first games, it was obviously huge for beach volleyball as a sport to be in the games. Um, but to have made this one and be at a home games was, yeah, was the, the goal from, from the moment the last game's finished. As soon as we knew it was Birmingham, it was like game on. So to be at home in front of a home crowd and hopefully showcase beach volleyball in our country and show what we can do from the boys and the girls point of view. I can't wait. I'm so excited. And we're going to hear from them in full next time as we continue the countdown to the Commonwealth's. This is Brums the Word from Anything But Footy, brought to you with Cookery Sports, the official kit provider for Team England. For all your bespoke sportswear needs, visit cookerysports.com. Two more names for the opening ceremony. Duran Duran, hot and juicy. Listen and follow and tell a friend about it this week. We're here every week until July the 28th, building up to Birmingham 2022. Sports Social Podcast Network.